fresher than your father podcast. We're back. We're back. You weren't expecting singing, were you? Weren't. Cats weren't expecting that. Boom. Got him. I, I wasn't even expecting it either. It was a little weird. I know. A little weird. But you just, you just never know. No. Fresher than your father number. 33. 33. 33. That, that, that actually is a powerful number. It is. Because you know how old Jesus was when he died. Boom. He was 73. I'm, I'm almost out of the Jesus year. Yeah, it's, a, I have it's about I have about two more months. So once you're out of the Jesus year, you can pretty much chalk it up that you're not Jesus. Basically. In fact, yeah. I have almost exactly two months. Anyway, here we are, friends, haters, comrades, squares. We have, we have comrades out there. Comrades, man. You know, I, I kick it, you know, I'm a, I'm a lefty dude. I kick it with a lot of radical type of cats. Some cats yep. come with the comrade. Yep. You know what I yep. mean? Oh, for uh, sure. But, you know, partners. Yep. Um, you know, friends. Friends. Compatriots. Partners in life. There's partners in crime. Mm-hmm. And there's partners in life. Yep. Yep. And partners in spades. If you uh, play that game. If you play that game. That's right. But basically, we're out here. As always. It's cold. How how cold is it in here, where you are? Here, it's in the, the low 20s, I believe. Low. Okay. It, wake up, it's a little under 20. And then it, but just recently, it fluctuates. It's very strange. It'll be like one day, one day and a half of like, doesn't get above like 25. And then two days, we're back in like 39 degrees. Wow. And then it'll go back. And then it'll go up and down and back and forth. So it's like, it's definitely going to be cooling. It's supposed to snow like late tonight, I think. But, yeah. uh, yeah, you know, we haven't reached February yet where it gets ridiculously cold for New York standards. But that yep. being said, I haven't really gotten down to where you guys are. We're We're down here. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're at about three last I checked, and that's just been what today has been. We I don't think we've gotten out of single digits. Got a few inches, about five today. I think I think we might have addressed this on an earlier podcast, but but when you're when you're out to walk the dog, yes, you're putting on a special special gear. You're geared up. You're geared up. So you you. You hear people say this often, and it can't be reiterated enough, layers. Layers. These layers. So you accumulate, if you're hygienic, you accumulate several base layers of varying styles. Let's, Let's list off the base layers. So there's some that are thin, right? You can't see my fingers. I rub my fingers here. They're thin, and they're kind of the slippery styles. That's when it's not too bad. That's when it's about 15, right? Word. And you just want to make sure, you know what I mean, it's, it's, it, it, it ain't too serious. 
These are these are the the pant base layers. Then you got some of the cotton joints, a little thicker, a little bit thicker. That's for like today, right? It's about three, three little wind chill, like minus. Yeah, we're in the minuses on the wind chill styles. So you know, you be an adult about it. And then I have one pair that are basically like, like tight sweatpants. And that's for when the high is minus 10. And the wind's blowing a little bit that day. <laughs> right? So you're rocking baggy jeans and slim sweatpants. See, Ian, when you woke up this morning, you had no idea someone was going to explain to you about slim sweatpants today. See, but I'm still impressed, right? I'm impressed that you, you're layered up. And on, and on the exterior layer, we're still talking about some baggy jeans. Oh, yeah. Because when I'm thinking negative 10, I'm thinking about, I don't know, like, cats. And, you know, shout out, I'm sorry, all the vegan animal lovers out there. But I'm, ta- I'm thinking about, like, like Chewbacca-level, Yeti-level shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I got the fucking full bearskin over, like, or I'm out there in some kind of radiation suit type joint. You know what I mean? Right. But you're rocking, you just, you got the right, the proper layer on with the little jean, you're still styling, walking the dog. Yeah. Yeah. See, and you, you got to plan ahead. We're going in now. You got to plan ahead, right? So you, you, when it's cold out, like there's certain jeans, you know, we're, we're in 2012. I'm not saying we're rocking skinny jeans, but sometimes in our late thirties, we, we need to go with a trimmer silhouette. Yes. Not full bag, not with timbos, but you know, a little slimmer silhouette. You can't rock the thickies, the thick base layers with those. Cause then it looks young and it looks like you probably need a new pair of jeans. Word. But then you have to think about what shoes you're rocking. See, we, I'm a little superficial with it. I'm not going to lie. There's several styles of, sh- of boots. There are the brown keens. The black bogs and then the Clarks, all of which waterproof. I fucks not with snow in the boots. Yeah. You're, but it's, it's the science. The science is being is being dropped. It's, 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 we're, we're doing the knowledge right now on a major level. Do the knowledge. Do the few dollars. I'm due to demolish snow from Brooklyn to Madison, Wisconsin. Shout out a. Uh, uh, What's that crazy dude's name? He used to rhyme with Jay-Z. I just stole his lyric. No, that's Jay-Z's lyric. It's Jay-Z's lyric. Anyway. How many sock, How many layers of socks are we talking about? Just one layer of socks. Because okay. if, if your boot game is right, Word. It, it's got you together. And the bogs and the keens are major. Major. You got the inner lining joint? Inner lining. The bogs are rated to minus 25, bro. Yeah, we're talking about rated shoes. Rated boots. Rated. My joints need to be rated. Cause see, and you know, uh, let me, let me also explain that the people in Madison are so hardcore. They just roll it. A young man the other day, and again, weather, much like today, single digits, wind chill, snow, or was it earlier today? No, no. It was, uh, it was the other day. But anyway, yesterday comes in with the leather Ked style shoes that I can't believe people really wear, but they do. Untied 
ankle socks with ankle visible dance skin level sweatpants like you, you know what i mean like mm-hmm. like 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 my man could be doing ballet if he so chose he wouldn't be out of place a light winter jacket not because you know the winter jacket styles are hardcore and like we're heavy yeah, with it we haven't fucking we, we haven't gotten to that we've only been waist down so far yeah yeah let's just say chin stays zipped up yeah my we, chin we is get to that, but let's let's get back to right. homeboy for a second. No hat, no hat, gloves optional. Because I'm pretty sure he rolled in with the gloves off, but put them on once he rolled back out, and he was fine. Another youngster today, super tight jeans, the combat punk boots, a blazer, and gloves. And this is the this is the heart of the snowstorm. So, you know, I'm sure there's several people from Madison who might hear this and say, Dave is a punk. <laughs> and, you know, you it, you take one day standing out in three degrees with a little wind whipping up into your chest. Yeah, punked out. <laughs> no. I'm not, I'm not chesty in that, dude. That's, it's out, yo. Like, no, 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 no. We're not playing that game. Nah. Nah. You put on some clothes. Safe. Put on some clothes. Put on some clothes. Wear a hat. We I keep mean, it covered. What, what did, what did Red Alert say? Wear a hat. Wear a hat. Wear a hat. The, the underground is about not being exposed. That's right. So take your naked ass and put on some clothes. Uh, That's what we do. Clothes. That's what we do out here in Wisconsin. We put on some clothes. So let's talk about these um these jacket styles, these hat styles. Again, you know, it all is in accordance to the way we're establishing our style. You know what I mean? So you 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 start with your boot. Once you got your boot game right, whether the black or the brown, I might come with the spider jacket, the green spider jacket. With are you hip to the the thumb hook inner? Layer See, of the jacket. I just jack. got hip to the thumb hook because the homie Wu. Shout uh, out. Shout out. So when I was back in Portland, both of us were like, yo, we need a new hoodie. Mm-hmm. And me, I'm just looking for the, the basic hoodie, the average dude hoodie. Okay. Not anything, not anything real expensive, real fancy, just like the hoodie, the zipper up the, you know, up the front. Nice, nice big hood, not one of those, um, those bullshit hoods. Right. And just like a nice black hoodie. But she was in, she needed the, uh, the thumb joint. What did you just call it? The, um, the little thumb hook. I don't, I, I, hook. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And she, yeah. And she hit me to the thumb hook. She was about it. Mm-hmm. It's the move. The Straight hook. up. It's the move. So. You know, and that just keeps wind from coming in underneath the glove or in between the glove styles, right? Word. That prevents that. Other joint, I just copped this back when I was home. Shout out to the homie Mark. Nice wool joint, peacoat style, mad thick, mm. big hoodie. Run that when you want to keep it slightly stylish, but you're not lying to yourself and pretending like it's not mad real. Because in the end, well, go on. And what do you, 
how are you covering up the face? Are you? See, the face sometimes will allow the face to be out. Okay. But not full on, you know, you zip it up to about mouth level. Yeah. Little eyes out, you know, wear rocks glasses so you get a little bit protected. Yeah, yeah. you know. Same and here. you can do the scarf style. Word, scarf style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. So, I mean, to a degree, you're keeping it stylish, definitely. Oh, that's a must. At the same time, you're out there. Oh, oh, we're out there. Cats aren't really striking poses when it's three. No, no. And see, see, you sometimes will feel like I felt like I was being rude to a homie in one of my classes. I saw her the other day, but it was three degrees. And I'm like, I'm going to see your ass in a couple days in class. Word. Let's keep it moving. Because you're out there, you're moving. You're... As as Action Bronson, the rapper Action Bronson would say, mm-hmm. see me moving like a Sasquatch. That's it. That's it. You're bulked up. You're walking slow, but with purpose. That's right. You're moving. You're moving. Man, Ian, it, it, are you aware that there's a television show searching for Sasquatch? I am vaguely aware of this show. Is this with the the hunters, the professionals? The hunters, yes. I think that's what it, what it's called. Yeah. Or or finding Sasquatch or something yeah. like that. They had a a, a a reenactment of a yeti observing humans in their natural habitat. In other words, he was looking in the window. <laughs> and my man was explaining. That the male Sasquatches have had positive reinforcement from looking inside windows. So it's a common behavior pattern. Wow. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to share that because it was, so, it was a classic, unbelievable image there. Listeners, just keep those windows locked. Yeah, if you're in Yeti zones. Yeti zones. If you're in Zeti region, Yeti regions. I said Zeti. I don't know what that is, but Yeti region zones zoned for Yeti. <laughs> you know how they have like deer crossing signs, That's right? The Yeti crossing signs. It's got. I feel like there's got to be in like Washington and Oregon and and I bet British Columbia. There's got to be some fucking Yeti Bigfoot crossing signs somewhere. Yeah, I, I I'd assume that's true. Yetis, man, they're out here. They're out We're here. out here. They're out here. Out. Speaking of Yetis, as we speak right now, Dwight Howard is playing Andrew Bynum. He's kind of dominating. Who's that? D- Dwight Howard is dominating right now? I believe so. I'm looking at this picture on ESPN.com. I'm looking at it as well. While Howard's playing the defense, the score says... Dominance. It does. It does. Let's 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 observe. We're talking uh, ten points or eleven points and seventeen rebounds for Mr. Howard. Three points and four rebounds for Mr. Bynum. Yeah. 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 So so Dwight Howard is uh he's doing a pretty pretty good job there. You know, I just I just looked up at the score in the Cleveland game. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
currently losing at home, one hundred eight to sixty seven. No Derrick Rose playing for Chicago this evening. That's a forty one point spread. No Derrick Rose. Look, as long as Kyrie Irving is not hurt, that is a win. That number one draft pick. Dude, have you 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 have you seen some of the chatter? No. People are impressed with the young man. With Irving? With Irving, yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, I was thinking about next uh your draft selections next oh, year. Oh, oh, yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. I have seen the chatter and Irving, it looks like right now it looks like Irving versus Rubio is what I I'm hearing. That's right. That's right. They're going to fight in a street. Yeah. And you know who's going to win? The fans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Yeah. Just to, just because I know the listeners want to hear about this, I'm going to talk about another podcast real quick. Did you hear the Levitard fake roundtable pregame show? <laughs> no. <laughs> genius. So genius that I'm going to talk about it on our podcast. They nice. They did a fake pregame show to the LSU-Alabama game uh-huh. the other week, and they asked all the important questions. And they went roundtable style, each uh-huh. of the four of them commenting. Okay. What are the intangibles? <laughs> what will be the biggest play? What can't you forget about? <laughs> Just, you know, and it is turnovers. You know, just just the most ridiculous, cliche, oh. everything, just the most cliche answers again and again and again with the most cliche questions. Just wow. to show how bullshit the whole thing was. It was it was fucking hilarious. Wow. Yeah. Well, we'll take it. I have one more podcast to discuss. It's on the other side of the spectrum. Um, the NBA Today podcast for today. I, Which, I, I, you listen to it? It I couldn't listen to all of it, but it might have been the single worst podcast I've ever downloaded on an ESPN program. I gave up on Henry Abbott after about five minutes of the first podcast he hosted because it was so bad. Rightfully so. Cats, cats want to criticize. I, like he he the the dead air and the it, it the unenergetic like hosting i don't know oh yeah it's what are you doing but but were you aware of do you know what today's topic was or the guest no so tell me it was a media consultant who consults with nba players on how to be sociable with the media and after a few brief greg odin stories were which were okay and uh what what was relatively close to flirting between the two men, which is fine. I just I, I wanted to hear them talk about basketball. Yeah. Then they started uh, uh, doing um, improv games. What? <laughs> and then I decided I'm going to fast forward until I don't hear that other dude's voice. And then I realized it was the whole 40 minutes. And then I, I, no. 
So, listeners, basically what we're saying is the NBA Today podcast fell off. Only listen to Monday with Ryan Rosillo or just listen to our podcast. And we're, cause we're, we're about to break it down, right, Ian? Yeah. It's about to go down. We're about to, about to drop some science. Yep. You know, build a little bit. I think, I, I'm pretty sure knowledge is going to be born. Yeah. So we're going to build, drop knowledge. Affirmative. It's going down. Drop science. Yeah. We're dropping, we're kicking, we're spitting. Yep. These yep. things. This science, these things, these players, this NBA. These baskets. These baskets, man. So, basically, we made some predictions last year. We were mm-hmm. close. Mm-hmm. But neither of us was... Well, no one, no one really predicted Dallas. No. No. But let me tell you, man. I, I love that Dallas run so much. I'm thinking about buying the box set of the entire six games of the finals just so I could watch it over and over again Word. for the rest of my adult life. It was a run. It was a run. But but so now are we going to predict for this year? I mean, I know it's cliche. And it's also bootleg because we've watched several games. We have. But it's still the, it's it's not like we're predicting – Midway. Well, I don't know. It's almost midway. Whatever. No. I feel like we got to throw some predictions out there. We have to. And Ian, I, I'm going to, we didn't talk about this beforehand, but I think it's important that we establish that we need to make daring predictions. I want you to go out on a limb because that's more entertaining to people. It is. Plus, I feel like it, I think it's a smart move to go out there. Go out on the limb. On the limb. Boldly. Stepping out on the diving platform. And bounce. That's right. So, Ian, give me... What, what, so what are we predicting today? We're predicting... We want, do we want to just go straight to it, out the west, out the east? Yeah, let's do it. the champion. Let's do it. Now, I'll go first. I'll, I'll warn you. Mm-hmm. Warning. This is, it's going to come out of left field. I'm going to come at, it's, it's, listeners, your head might spin a little bit, but this is science drop, knowledge born. Do the math. Out of the West. Out of the West, the West side. I'm seeing, and nobody's talking about this team. They're, they're under the radar. Oklahoma City Thunder. Cats aren't seeing that. Cats aren't seeing that. You know what I mean? You couldn't see them with the binoculars. Nope. Telescopes. Or satellites. Nope. Couldn't see it. Out of the east, I like the Miami Heat. It's a prediction. A little left field. And the winner of the finals, the Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> no, I wish I could say. I, I, I do think the Heat. It's lame. It's, it's lame. But everybody else looks whack. That was Chicago, man. I see they look beastly, but 
What are they? How are they doing that? What are they doing? I don't know, but they're doing something. Have you watched them play yet? Not really, no. They're nasty, dude. They're nasty, but I, I don't understand what's happening. So, <clears throat> if last year's m- team was a model, then you can imagine that a, a, a really tremendous team led by one star could beat Miami, but Dirk Nowitzki physically was just, there's nothing you could do with a seven foot dude mm-hmm. who's going to make off balance jumpers outside of your ability to block. Wild. You can't block those shots, and he's automatic. They were talking about him today on the Tony Kornheiser show, and they reminded me that he shot 62 foul shots in the finals and made 60. (laughs) Derrick Rose isn't like that physically. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's a little dude. Little dude. So that's what I say. Now, out of the West, I just, I, I like what the Blazers are doing. Think of Memphis gets gets healthy, they could do some things, but I don't know, man. Healthy Kendrick Perkins, I really like what Josh Harden does. I I think it's the Thunder and the Heat, and I, I think the Heat take it because I, if Eddie Curry can give them meaningful minutes, then it's a wrap. Word. What say you, DJ Ian Head? Just understand that you inspired me to go all out. All out. All out. Flat out. All out. I'm here. I'm making some predictions. Go bold. Bold, man. I'm going to say out the west, the fresh coast. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a couple I like. And as much as I want to say Portland, I'm just going to go for it, man. I want, I'm, I'm seeing the Clippers come out. Really? I'm not necessarily seeing the Clippers come out, but I'm not, I'm not fully behind. Well, I'm not fully, I don't fully believe in Oklahoma City yet. Mm. And so I don't really know who's going to come out, but I want to pick the Clippers. I hate their owner, but he's a repugnant I, human. I really, I really hate their owner. Mm-hmm. I don't really want him to win a championship, but I want the Lakers to lose, and it'd be kind of funny if the Clippers made the finals. So I kind of want to pick Portland though, but I'm going to go with the Clippers. Okay. The East, it's tempting to go Chicago, but LeBron is dominating. You got to go to Miami. It's unreal. It's and unreal. We, every time you feel like, okay, you've seen LeBron do it up, no. He's shooting, what is he shooting, 61%, 57%, something like that? I think that's right. Yeah. I think that's right. And, you know, eight rebounds, eight assists. Crazy. Crazy. And I'm, I'm going to put a theory out there that I, I have no facts to back up, but I'm pretty positive it's true. I'm about 99.9% sure it's true with no proof. I think he is personally or paying someone to hurt Dwayne Wade. (laughs) (laughs) It's just to make him sit down so he can play like it's Cleveland with Chris Bosh playing the role of Andy Berejow. 
I don't know. So I have no proof, no reason to believe that, but I'm about 99% sure that it's true. Domination. He's... And so with, it, with with that, I'm picking Miami champion, finalist, which I also picked last year. Yeah. I mean, if Dirk Nowitzki didn't just, didn't just, what, what do the kids call it now? When they, will you black out? Not black out. There's another phrase for it when you just, you beast zone mode. out. Not beast like, mode. Right. I don't know. You just, man, I think beast mode might work. Whatever these youngsters say, but he just, he just, yeah. He went in, took his shirt off. Yeah, kid. Yeah, kid. So any any impressions of the young NBA season as you've watched these games, these players, this NBA? My main impression, honestly, and again, I'm mainly watching the Blazers. Right. Um, shout out. Shout out. Is that I wish they hadn't agreed to so many games because – these yeah. back-to-backs and back-to-back-to-backs yeah. are just kind of stupid. And you can tell, like when the Blazers beat up on someone who just came off of a game, you can tell that they were tired. When the Blazers were tired and, and lose, it's like, you know, you like, that is that really how it's supposed to work, you know? Obviously, right. like, you know, like fatigue always plays a part. You want to, like, be strategic and know what – you know what where the team's coming from but like like it's just it's gonna wear people down and i worry the cats are gonna start to really get injured you know what i mean yeah yeah So it's just kind of so i kind of feel like we're just coming out of the preseason because it wasn't a preseason it Mm -hmm. just it's just kind of a weird kind of season and i forget if 99 felt this way i mean i watched a lot of the 99 season but i don't remember if it was quite as compact feeling or whatever, but uh, it it was it had the added tweak out of no Jordan, right? right? Like he had just run that three feet and then he was out and the Bulls were gone, so it was just a double weird, just bizarre, goofy ass season. It was just weird. It was just weird, but you know. The Spurs won, so it was also a beautiful, beautiful season. One of uh, angels singing. And uh, I think uh, babies healed. By by the uh, the light shone. Yes. Down on them, beams of light. Refracting through Spurs on boots. But yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly. It's, it's just an awkward season. It's really weird. And you know the injuries, it's easy to blame on that, but I've heard some some uh the guy who said this is an idiot. I don't want to take credit for it, but I also don't want to mention his name because he's kind of an idiot and a douche. But he made an interesting point that just the shortness of the season is affecting the the refs too. Oh word. And just, you know, it it's gonna impact how people get re up for contracts, it's gonna impact impact a lot of things. It's gonna have a, a long ripple effect, and I thought it was a really, really useful point. Um which was rare for this particular person. So I'm not taking credit for this comment, but, uh, uh, you know, yeah, his name rhymes with Euchre. <laughs> he actually made a, a, a relevant comment? He made a relevant comment 
but it was still it was it was said through through the haze of douche right <laughs> it's a heavy haze heavy haze a very du- thick haze right there a mish a mist of douchiness but sometimes obviously little little sprouts of wisdom yeah yeah they, they emerge they, from they emerge they emerge from poop and what's what's the the oft said line um even a broke clock is right twice a day. Offsaid. <laughs> I want to know who the who the person is who oft says that line. <laughs> Listeners, at around one thirty in the afternoon, do you think to yourself that line, these lines, these things, these 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 witticisms? That's right, witticisms. Um, they say them. You know, everyone has their little things, little sayings. You mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Fresh Power. with your father podcast. Which is what I say when I have nothing to say. <laughs> do, do you want to jump ahead to the to the lyric renaissance? You ready for lyric renaissance? Are we lyric renaissance? Um... I think I think it might be time to go to go in over. Is the, it too soon? It's a question. I mean, lyric renaissance. Usually, we've kind of saved it for the end. Are, are we nearing the end? Do we still have another major, special, important topic of discussion that we need to touch on? I'm not gonna lie. That last pause worried me. <laughs> <laughs> See, at least when we have a a pause. <laughs> we don't come back with a discussion about improv. No, we don't. But see, the worst part of that podcast was that wasn't the pause. That was the purpose. <laughs> <laughs> like, they had previously discussed that that was going to happen. And they were making an effort to not jump ahead to the improv game. The improv game. Listeners, would you rather hear us talk about someone else's improv game? They can hear us talk about these records. I think they could hear us talk about these records for a second. Let's just go in on these records. So real quick, each of us have an obsessive urge to buy records. Am I right? Yeah, I believe last show I made some some Yeti types of sounds when I was talking about this this urge. Yes, yes. And occasionally, you less than me, but you buy some joints that are questionable, right? I think we all buy some joints that are questionable. So after years of obsessive buying of records with the occasional, in my case, far too frequent, whack joint, you do have to purge, right? Every now and again, you got to get rid of some of these fucking records. And I was struck by the difficulty of deciding what to get rid of. Right. Yeah. Like, I think, you know, what, what now? So you make beats everydaybeats.net. Shout out. Shout out. So you usually can find a use in most records. Am I right? Is that fair to say? I mean, OK, on that kind of true school hip hop producer level. You could sample anything. <laughs> 
Yeah. It doesn't even necessarily mean you need to sample everything. Well said. So that's my that's my kind of abstract answer to your question. Yeah, no. To 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 quote Chris Rock, you could do it, but that doesn't mean it's to be done. That's right. Okay. So I I just I had gone through this thing, you know. So doubles, sometimes doubles are good. In case you want to rock doubles, shout out to all the DJs. Shout out. But sometimes you'll have doubles just because you forgot you had it. <laughs> Let, let's uh let's run run something down real quick. You might yeah. have to run something down. Yeah. I'm gonna run down, and I feel like we're probably very similar on this, but let's run down the context. Why do we buy records? Oh. And to, not not the not the philosophical question, although I think it touches on that. But I feel like when you're at the store looking at records, you think to yourself, especially in 2012, with the MP3 game is so serious. So serious. Right? You mm-hmm. think, I'm in front of a crate of vinyl. Here's a couple vinyls that I'm looking at I might purchase. Yep. Why do I need these these records in my stack? Some of those records you might already have on that digital format. Yep. So in that case, it might be on a collector level. That's one. Yep. On another collect- level, if you're making these beats, you might have that, that six sample. That's two. Two. Yep. You might want to grab that double, either to rock doubles or to hit your man off. Or That's a special one right there. That's a special. Mean? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Or you're just a fiend. Just, just fuck out Ayo. I had to go there. <laughs> or also, I'm I'm at this point for sound quality. Sound quality? Sometimes it's a joint you really like. You have it on them MP3s, but you want to hear it on the table. Absolutely. And there's you know I think that goes beyond sound quality to sound quality, but it's also just like if there's certain music and you're a music lover and a and a record lover, there's certain yep. joints like your favorite joints that you want to have on vinyl. Yep. Even if you're gonna listen to it more often on the digital, you just having yeah. that vinyl, the fucking physical piece, the full cover, the, the the analog needle drop quality, classic. The needle drop quality can't be overstated. Especially on a nice Sunday morning. You just drop that needle and yeah. walk away. Oh, yeah. Begin mopping things or wiping things or laying. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And and then also, you buy it because records tend to be cheap. If you keep in a dollar, records are cheap. And it's a good way to discover new music. Yes. Which is often how you get played out on buying some bullshit. Yes. The dollar bin is both a blessing and a little bit of a curse. Indeed. Indeed. And then, you know, we're all like in search of as, as DJs, me less than you, producers, obviously me way less than you. You're looking for unique sounds. Yep. Less known sounds. So you do want to explore joints that may not have been 
use because sometimes we buy joints because we know they've been sampled. Sometimes you buy joints because you assume they haven't been sampled. But you're doing, you know, you're piecing it together. Does it have, uh, uh, is it from a certain time period? Mm-hmm. Are there afros and or asses on the cover? Mm-hmm. Who, what label, who played drums, who played bass, who produced, who wrote? Yep. And, you know, not all Bernard Purdy has a place on your shelf. I've learned that the hard way. Yes. <laughs> I've learned that the hard way. All right, so that's the context. So let's talk about getting rid of these pieces. Why is it so hard? It's like, hard, man. Trash. You, you know it's them. trash. Because they're physical pieces, especially, and I feel like, especially as we get older, this is my, I'm just kind of going off the top here, but with the digital age, you have these pieces. And it's it, it's, it might be trash, but you're like, and... The beauty of digging, man, the beauty of digging is that, I don't know if it's every single record, but a lot of records, they connect to that moment of digging, that moment of finding, even if what you found was whack. Oh, no question. No question. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the reasons why I keep the stickers on. The sticker, the, the price tags? Oh, yeah. It was funny, actually. Uh, uh, Center was over here the other day. and, and um, Shout out. Shout out. He's actually over at uh, Mono Mono You're in New York. You got to check my man out. Mono Mono, Korean right. food, jazz records, funk, instrumentals. My man's in the treehouse DJing for you while you eat your dinner. Whoa. Friday nights, 7 p.m. to 1 a.m. Word Whoa. up. Mono Mono. Um, That's real major. First Between 1st and 2nd Ave on uh, 5th Street or 4th Street. East Village. Game. Um, Science, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, uh, and we we were listening to some records, and you pulled out this one record I bought recently, and it had this sticker on it, and I was like, shit, man, I don't remember where that fucking price tag's from. And usually you look at a price tag, and you're like, that's from A1 Records, you yep. know? Yep, Um, And sometimes you can be like, back in the day, I remember I, I knew exactly where I purchased and when I purchased pretty much every, like the first... Two or three hundred records, when that was my stack. Oh I yeah. Can tell you where each of those records came from. Yep. That that kind of ended a while. Yep, I know what you mean. Huh? I know what you mean. Yep. But I, I keep interrupting you, so it's just hard to get rid of these records. It's a challenge, and one of the one of the things that so on the flip side of it now, is with everything in life, you're going to spend time or money. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it works. I could post some of these records on eBay individually and make, on the other side of this, knowing what I know now, up to 10 times as much for these records. Word. But taking them to these spots for trade-ins, come in with a box. Now, I know they're filled with trash, but sometimes it was trash I paid too much for. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I wasn't keeping a dollar. Sometimes I just, you know, mm-hmm. in any event, are you supposed to negotiate on trade-ins? Yeah, you can negotiate a little bit, especially if, I, if you have a lot. Yeah, I feel like I let myself. I mean, I needed space. But I, it's, it's, it depends on the store, man. That shit always depends on the store. Yeah, totally. Totally. You, so you, did you go? You went and got rid of some joints? 
I did. I, I did one at the local record spot and the other one at half price books. Did you get do you feel like you got some things? You got some cash, you got the trade in? At the record spot I went trade in. Mm-hmm. Came away with the 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 uh DJ Center vinyl. Mm-hmm. Art direction by Ian Head. It's kind of fresh. There it is. There it is. So I, I came up with that vinyl. I'm happy about it. I still have credit, which I'm clutched to. Holding that on, holding on to that. And the other spot I came away with cash and felt ripped, ripped off. Word. Now you've done this where you've had sales and invited friends to fall through. Yeah, but you know, I honestly, at most of the time with friends, I just give the shit away. Yeah. Yeah. So what what kind like cuz you don't want to just put trash on someone else's doorstep. Yeah. But sometimes you can put well in New York you can put trash out on the street and cats will come and grab it. Yeah, for sure. But um I don't know, man, you know like if you have a couple pieces, usually stores will take the rest of your shit for nothing, but they'll take it off your hands. Right. My thing is it's definitely hard to get rid of records, but once you've accumulated a lot, and once you've been collecting a while, I just went through a, about half my 45s and made about a stack of about 40 that I definitely need to get rid of, at least 40. And, um, which are easier than some of the other records, but still, a lot of them have really cool labels and shit. Took some pictures of some of the labels, but the music is kind of whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, Records, even ones that are kind of cool, you know, I'll pull them out, and I'm going to do that. I'm going to start cleansing some more this year. It's like, when was the last time I listened to this? Yeah, that's tough. You know, I got three Millie Jackson albums. When was the last time I listened to a Millie Jackson album? See, I got rid of some Millies. You know? And I felt weird about it. Like, I've had those, I've had the ones I had, I got from, I can't really reveal that, but, like, I've had them from a long time. Yep. Um, because they came with a larger stash, and you know, there's some serious funk on there, but I never listened to that. You know, like yep. there might be a sample or two, but like I haven't pulled those records out, so they really just need to go. Someone else can listen and enjoy them. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I feel like in the end, like I really want to have quality stacks of records that I'm listening and enjoying, and if there's stuff that other people can enjoy. You know, yeah, like cool. I mean, when the fiend comes out, it's just it's when like I find something that I might already have. Like I have three copies of the Mountain Break. I need that Mountain Break. Well, you come through, I'll get, I'll hit you off. Which is one one of the reasons I I get the copies of the Mountain Break, but it's also because that break is just so fucking raw. It's It's ridiculous. So ridiculous, and so I see that. You see that in a dollar bin or a two dollar bin, and you're like, and you, you snatch that up. I'm I'm like that with the war break. The war break. The potholes in my lawn break. Oh yeah. I'm like that with that break. Yeah. Several copies. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's nice to have extra copy. You come through, hit your man up. I learned that from. Honestly, I felt like. I learned that 
you know, sharing is caring on the record level from you and Mark. I felt like real generous. Yeah, that almost stupidly generous. Yeah. <laughs> I still <laughs> Yeah. And then I also my dude Jumbo shout out. Shout out. Um big shout out. I remember rolling through his spot several years ago and he just hit me off. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was like telling me over email, Oh yeah, you know, like let me know what you need. You know, if I have a double I might just hit you off. That's love. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Especially when the record's like a little more on the rare side. Yep. It's just it's just a good look. I feel yep. like it comes back around. So you see that, pick it up. You know what no I mean? No question. Yeah, no question. No question. And then sometimes, like, with the homie Mark, I just hit him off. That's my dude. He looks out in so many wide red ways that, you know, when I came across, which I still have not seen again since, the... Like water for chocolate instrumentals mm-hmm. broke the homie off. Word. And the also rare resurrection double vinyl. Boom. 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 And and one more thing. The status piece that you don't really listen to? Yeah. So I have this piece. I have a first printing of Dr. Octagon on vinyl. Uh-huh. It's worth some cheese. Uh-huh. I don't really enjoy the record, but I appreciate the record. But I don't know that I've ever put it on the needle. I, I mean, I played it, but probably just skipped through it and said, word up, that's fresh, I own this, and put it back on the shelf. Speaking of the Dr. Octagon status piece, I own the first Dr. Octagon, I believe before the album came out, he dropped the 12-inch as this wild illustration on the cover on bulk recordings. Wow. And I remember self-titled, before he was self-titled, hit me off with mixtapes, and he hit me off with um, a sticker from that, no, a a promo postcard with that illustration on it. That was how I first got hip to Dr. Octagon. And so I found that 12 inch for like 10 bucks, and I was like, I just gotta have this. This is right. strictly a collector status piece. I've never right. even listened to that on my record player, but I had to cop it. Yep. There's a couple records like that, you know what I mean? You just, you cop them. It's nice. It is nice. These records. These records, man, you know, we're out here, we're nerding out. That's what we do. You know, some people want to nerd out on these improv styles. We nerd out on these record styles. I'm sorry. I can't even hold it. That. It was so inexcusable, Ian. What What are you doing? It's the NBA Today podcast. It's the NBA. It's not fresher than your father. Fresher than your father, we can talk about these things. We can we can laugh about these things. We can we talk do about all other ki- people's podcasts. We do all kinds of silly shit. That's right. But if I'm tuning into the NBA Today, I want knowledge I to want share with friends. Serious knowledge. I think that's one of the biggest sports podcasts in the world. It, it is pretty major. Because people around the world are, are, are all in on the NBA, for better or worse. And uh, I, don't, I don't know. Who are these guys? The other, the other dude, I can, he's tolerable. He's not, he's not, yeah. he's not stepping to Ryan Rosillo, but he's tolerable. But, but he's, come yeah. on. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. It's a, uh, anyway. A lot of hate. A lot of hate on the podcast today. 
on the uh, podcast. Podcast Wars. Yeah. You're here. You found us. We're starting battles. We're dissing podcasts. We're dissing hipsters. We're, you thought, we're, you, thought we're, you were safe. No. Let's 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 bring it back. I, I think it's time for lyrical renaissance. Now. Lyrical renaissance. We still and, need and, theme music, listeners. I'm looking and, at you, Dawood. I'm looking at you, Alex. Some submissions would be awesome. Fucking rad. As would gift cards to to fine fine uh, uh, establishments that sell donuts. Oh yeah. You can send those too. Or photographs of scantily clad ladies. Alright. So this one isn't usually we go for this ridiculous madness. Like we with the lyrical renaissance. We go for things that are just out. Scientifical madness. But today we're gonna go out with I think one of the great MCs of the last well I mean, this dude has been around for a while, but his his newer work in the last, I don't know, what would you say, 10 years, 12 it's years? It's been like 10 years, right, when he really, yeah. It's been really amazing for a lot of reasons, but we're just going to check a joint entitled Conqueso. You hip to Conqueso. I'm not hip. I'm going to warn the listeners ahead of time there's an M-bomb that I'm not going to change, and I'm going to spit it the way he spits it. Because I think it's the most unbelievable line. And to to not deliver it in that way, you dilute it. But this is, we'll, we'll build. I, I don't know if I'm going to read the whole thing. Oh, I might have to. Some, I think just, let's, just, let's just go through Let's, let's see, let's see where mean? it goes. Let's see where go it goes. On. Give it a sec for the pain to start. This wreck right here, it ain't for the faint of heart. They thought they saw the the worst verse from the team of G-Men who seemed like nerds at first. Once they get to know us, people dig us. Leaders in the fight for equal rights for niggers. Inventor of the more demented flow, no doubt about it. Just go for it if you bout it, bout it, or rowdy, rowdy. Whatever's clever, the master fold, who every hooker heard of, but now ho no. If we see tomorrow, the next day classes, the villain in the back with the x-ray glasses. Have no fear, the ninja here. Feel him like the tinge in your ear from drinking ginger beer. When it's on, local head gonna lay low. And heat it like beef patty, cocoa brick, con queso. If you say so, lace the whole case low. They say he wear a metal mask in case his face show. He told him they bitch flow, he told him they flows his bitch talk and AOs. His whole who his whole crew walk with pitchfork and halos. Say ho if you never worked a J.O. and keep more cash in your stash than a peso. Okay, yo, y'all know who to follow. Tie him up in the crib and leave the place hollow. Oh shoot, the goose is loose. Oh yeah, oh shoot, the goose is loose. So wild you couldn't chase it down with straight fruit juice. Frown like the first time you taste couscous. Stash the deuce deuce, truce, troops asking, truce, truce. I'm sorry, that's just unbelievable. Frown like the first time you taste couscous. Stash the deuce deuce, troops asking, truce, truce. Today on Intense Wreck Week, 
we have the supervillain on his own defense to speak. (laughs) (laughs) So he's like setting up the flow as a TV show today on Intense Rec Week. Because the, the the rhyme is just intense wreck. He's catching so much yeah. wreck. What is wreck? Anyway, we have the supervillain in his own defense to speak. It's all part of my mental techniques available to freaks and pencil neck geeks. <laughs> train the same brain to an insane train of thought. On a campaign trail, he came to gain your support. Charge cash for an autograph. Say some shit to make your daughter laugh, then slaughter the ass. Seen him on the big screen like Steve McQueen. Do something and never be back once he leaves the scene. Keep more medicated pads than Stridex. No, wait, for his own side wrecks with no known side effects. Before you press charges, use your noodle. So what when he grabbed the mic, he crushed your cute cuticles. Keep your mouth shut, everything will be beautiful. It would be awfully, it would be awfully rude of you. Now get back to your hootie hoo. Damn it, it ain't worth the drama, can it? From the calm bandit, eat rhymers like pomegranate. Soon as he stepped in, he lit the room. Boom, rescheduled my noon with Brit Hume. Doom in love with Mary Jane, she's my main thing. Pulled her right from that web head with a lame brain. Maintain and say it, don't spray it. You want to say your girl, you want to see your girl again, you might as well pay it. This is one of the best lines. If I ever, if I had a dime for every rhymer that busts guns, wait, if I had a dime for every rhymer that busts guns, I'd have a cool meal for my sons and trust funds. When I was broker than a broke dick dog, <laughs> I was a child that was that funny. When I was broker than a broke dick dog, I always kept an L to smoke in thick fog. When it rained, it sure do thunderstorm. I got more rhymes in the summer than musty underarms. One, two, microphone checker. First learned to neck off a home ec home wrecker. This was back when he was like crib age. When he hit the stage, it's like a gauge to the rib cage. Break the mic like a rock star, break a guitar. Jump off the stage like yeehaw. Yeehaw. I love how he always talks about himself in third person. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like there's infinite places that Doom is and infinite ways he's interacting with. He's on the campaign trail. He's on this random TV show, Intense Wreck Week. Intense Wreck Week. Classic. He's he's grabbing the mic. He's on the stage. And even when he... What did he say? Even when he didn't have any money, he still he he would you catch him with an L in the what was the thing it, about? It's when I was broker than a broke big dog. I always kept an L to smoke in thick fog. Thick fog. Unbelievable. And it's it's completely ridiculous. Ridiculous, ridiculous. But Doom. but in both, like the imagery is asinine. Have no fear, the ninja here. Feel him like the tinge in your ear from drinking ginger beer. There is a, you've had ginger beer, I'm assuming. Yeah. You could attest to a tinge. I can attest. What about the 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 frown? The frown on your mouth the first time you eat couscous. Oh yeah, so wild you couldn't chase it down with straight fruit juice. 
frown like the first time you like wait, frown like the first time you taste couscous. Crazy. Stash the deuce deuce. Troops asking. Truce truce. Truce truce. <laughs> we quit. Crazy. Crazy. It's all part of my mental net techniques available to freaks and pencil net geeks. So why why haven't I checked more for this cat, man? That's an interesting question. It's it Is it because of the beats? Is it because like what would you guess? Cuz I mean I do check for some of his shit and I think he's a genius, but then I'll check for like a number of cuts and I'll be it's like I'll be less than I don't know if I'm listening to the wrong cuts or what it is or well, is the amount of stuff he's put out you have to cite you have to like I don't know. The way I I view Doom, there are projects, there there are albums that are are whole records that are worthy of checking for. I think this is from Mmm Food, mm-hmm. and I think that has to be just digested. You just have to let that wash over you because some of the beats are weird. Yeah, some of the beats are weird. Like when he takes, he yeah, takes. I think it must be the beats. Some of the beats are weird. Oh my gosh! When he takes, uh, uh, what's the the JJ Fad joint? The beatbox uh, uh, JJ Fad joint. The uh, and it's, it's super when he when he samples JJ Fad doing yeah yep and yeah. but he takes the he takes the beatbox this beatbox from it from that or I think it's from that but he has a beatbox for the drum track and then he layers on Anita Baker and it's it's the most bizarre shit ever yeah. he loops the craziest shit he loops some crazy shit well, sometimes he just kills the loop sometimes oh. eh. yeah. But yeah oh yeah. yeah 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 and then the the songs are just sometimes they're just incoherent madness and sometimes they're incoherent madness that arrives at brilliance and poignance poignancy sometimes it's just madness but i think mm, food I like Operation Doomsday a lot, although it sprawls all over the place. Mad villain. But like the Victor Vaughn joints are kind of whack. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a fan of the, the Danger Doom. Yeah. It could be hit or miss. Hit or miss. Well, anyway, that science was dropped. Lyrical Renaissance. The Lyrical Renaissance. Doom. Doom. He wears a mask. Yep. What's the video where he appears with the mask and then a young Doom finds the mask in a in a on a hillside? Oh, is that strikes a, a strikes a pose, a victory pose? Is that Rhinestone Cowboy? Rhinestone Cowboy. Wow, I haven't thought about that in a while. More soul than a sock with a hole. <laughs> you already pull up the lyrics. <laughs> that joint. Some classic joints, Rhinestone Cowboy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Just know your doom. Yep. Listeners. I don't, but I know a couple. Watch the drop top poppy, known as the grimy, limey, slimy, trimy, blimey. Certainly smashing in a fashion that's timely. Mad villain dash and a beat rhyme crime spree. Who rocked the house like rock and roll? Got more soul than a sock with a hole. Set the stage with a goal to have the game locked in a cage, getting shocked with a pole. How Are you end? serious? How does it end? 
right. Uh, it, I feel like it ends with something strong. Oh, it does. It does. Uh, all right. These. All right. I'm. I'm. I. I keep reading backwards to these lines. I think are classic. But let me. All right. I'll. I'll just do these few. All right. Uh, oh my aching hands from. Oh my aching hands from raking in grands and breaking in mic stands. Villain, the style stun your chicks while he put himself in his shoes. Run your kicks. You heard it on the radio. Tape it. Play it in your stereo. Your cruel go ape shit. Raw lyrics, he smells it like a hunch. The same intuition intuition that tells him to spike the punch. Curses, he's truly the worstest with enough rhymes to spread through the boundless universes. Let the beat blast, hold him with the mask. He said, you bet your sweet ass. I got confused there. Made of the fine chrome alloy. Find him on the grind, he's the rhinestone cowboy. Yes. Wow. Yep. 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 Wow. Yep. It, yeah, it's. A, I think this is the last track on the album too. The moment he finds he finds his uh, his mask in the video. That's a classic video. Classic joint. I may have to throw that on. Yeah. We we have that on DVD. Ian. I know. That's how we roll. Out here with these DVDs, hipsters. We own several. Son, I own Deep Crates. I own Prince Sign of the Times Live. I own Gilmore Girls Season Seven. There it is, topping topping it off with that Gilmore Girls Science. Boom. You didn't you didn't know now you know. You probably so, knew. If you're a true listener, you already knew. You already knew that we, we respect Gilmore Girls. We respect Gilmore Girls, The Wire, and several adult websites. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, anything to tie this show up? I don't know if it's possible to tie it up. Yeah, can't really tie it up. I feel there's probably a doom line somewhere about tying tying it up. Yep. But uh Yeah. Well we came into the podcast with a goal to have freshness locked in a cage getting shocked with a pole. <laughs> See how we did that? Guys, oh. I love that line though, man, more soul than a sock with a hole. Just the way he delivers it too. Oh it's, yeah. It's too much. Oh it's yeah. It's a great fucking line. It's some other some other choice joints, but I think people should listeners, Rhinestone Cowboy. Oh yeah. Although I have a feeling that pretty much all the listeners have already listened to Rhinestone Cowboy. Probably have. Although I want to shout out my dude, Raphael, who uh, who was just emailing me before I left work tonight about how he can listen to the latest episode of Fresher Than Your Father podcast. Dopeness. Shout, shout out. out. I also want to shout out Deb out there, Vegan Styles on a bike. Whoa. Because I wasn't able to... Uh, attend a gathering a few weeks back and I said as I wasn't able to attend I would give you a shout out on the podcast so there's a shout shout out shout out Deb shout out trying to think of anyone else to shout out I don't know I don't have any friends I can't really shout out it's a cop out it is a little bit yo shout out 
All the Fam in Cleveland. The Sanctuary series they're doing. They're doing it big. Yeah, on Facebook, man, I feel like they're doing the major. So major, man. If you're anywhere near Cleveland, man, check out Sanctuary, man. Next, next one is February 4th. They're doing a Soul Aquarians theme. Shout out. Shout out. Quick Soul Aquarians question. And I, I, you're the one who put me on this, so I think I know where you stand on this. Uh, Worldwide Underground by Badu. Best album or second best? I'm still giving the nod to, to Mama's Gun. Yeah, it's, it's a really hard one, man. I got to say, my favorite, probably, yeah, Worldwide Underground. Do it's I want to say it's the though. best, though? Yeah. Can we say it's the best? Yeah. I feel like Mama's Gun is probably the best. I agree. I agree. I just came across a, a live performance by Badu on, on the Chappelle show. and was kind of shocked again by how fresh it was. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I said that that Worldwide Underground album was classic though. Shout out um Marilyn Onisco who loaned me your C D for Mad Long. I kinda st- I basically stole it from her. Yeah. And uh classic joint, classic C D. Shout out. What's a little thievery amongst friends? That's right. You know what I mean? With that, we leave you fresher than your father listeners. Peace out.